his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. So the Hennepin County attorney yesterday during a press conference announcing uh, this new initiative requiring police chiefs and local law enforcement agencies to disclose more information. And when you read the headline, you're thinking, well, wait a minute, does this make it harder to uh, convict criminals? But uh, our next guest says, no, that this is all part of a, a good move. And that's why we welcome to the, the phone somebody we've talked to before, uh, Mark Bruley, who is the police chief of Brooklyn Park. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for the time today. We appreciate it. Explain uh, this new uh, initiative and I guess how it helps you in law enforcement and as a law enforcement agency. Yeah, absolutely. First off, good morning, Jordan and Adam. Thanks for having me on. Um, well, first off, this is a criteria that's been around for a very long time okay. where prosecutors have had the obligation under rules called Brady and Giglio where they've had the obligation to disclose evidence, um, which is not favorable to case or may be favorable to the defendant, and any um, potential credibility issues of those testifying. And obviously, one thing about criminal prosecutions um, is there's a lot of police officers testifying, so it certainly would apply to all the witnesses or police officers that are testifying in court. So this is nothing new. We just haven't done a great job, in my opinion, of following and being diligent about making sure that we're disclosing that. And I know that because I, I possess all the data on any discipline or accusations of misconduct that you know, are, are accused against Brooklyn Park police officers. And very few times has a prosecutor from Henry County come, asked for it, looked at it, or been diligent about keeping up with it. Um, and again, we, right, I, in behalf of the city, want um, this information disclosed. One, we run a great organization, and I have nothing to fear. And two, um, if we, if the county attorney doesn't disclose it, it can affect the outcome of the case. So you can have a very serious case that gets thrown out because there's an accusation that the county attorney didn't disclose a certain piece of information about a witness, like maybe um, something an officer was disciplined for, and then we lose the case. And uh, Chief, has, wants that. has that has that happened before, to your knowledge, with uh, either in your department or somewhere else in the in previously? I I know it has not happened with Brooklyn Park police officers. I can't speak broader than that. I know there has been some issues um, about cases and evidence being lost because of credibility witnesses, but that would really be something I'd have to direct you to the county attorney. Chief, how often does this happen? I, I know you're the chief of police, and, and you, I love that you said you have nothing to fear. Your guys are honest, you're yeah. accountable, and women, of course. But mm-hmm. how, I mean, how often does this happen, that, that cops are lying or they're concealing evidence or they're... Uh, don't want to share something because they want to get somebody convicted. 
Yeah, I mean, I can only speak. I've been here at Brooklyn Park for 28 years, and and this has a culture of having really high accountability for our staff, and that continues on today. Um, so extremely rare. Um, and, and if and when it has happened where we found misconduct by police officers, we take a really appropriately a really aggressive stance about removing them from the job. There's just no tolerance here for that behavior. Now, I can't say every police department shares that um, same diligence, but I know the majority of them do. And so it's incredibly rare, which is why there's there's really no reason to have consternation over this, right? Like, I wanted to give the data um, to the county attorney. I think they should have it. It makes them knowledgeable. And here's the best part. The defense attorneys and the public defenders already have it. Several years ago, they came to Brooklyn Park and got asked everything that we have, which is public, and we gave it all to them. So the defense attorneys already have um, all the allegations of misconduct against every one of Brooklyn Park officers. I would venture a guess that they did that to every agency in Hennepin County. And so if the defense already has it, I would think that we should, the county attorney should have it as well. We're talking with Brooklyn Park Police Chief Mark Bruley. Chief, would other police chiefs in Minnesota agree with you or would they be a little less friendly to these regulations? His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I'm sure there's both. I mean, I know a lot of my peers that uh, my colleagues I talk to a lot, they're very supportive, have the same opinion as me. And I'm I'm sure that some other chiefs have some some concerns about it. And and I've spoken to a few of them about that. And one of their concerns gets a little deeper than just just disclosing the existence of complaints or um, misconduct is there's there's some nuance to this. And so and, and I'll try to be really high level so your followers can keep up with it because it gets complex when we talk about data practice mm-hmm. uh, laws. But uh, a high level would be if an officer is convicted, or let me rephrase that, if an officer is um, found his investigation to be sustained, I mean, he was accused of lying, um, it was sustained by the department, they were disciplined, and, um, and they were still here for some reason. Maybe an arbitrator gave them a job back, or that police chief, you know, uh, didn't terminate them. Then that all that case file would be public, 
like once that discipline is issued and, and final, it would be public and anybody could could get that information. You know, the fact that they were disciplined and what the supporting data is supporting that discipline, that's public. So the other would be like, let's say that same complaint was not sustained, meaning it wasn't sustained, but it was meaning not sustained, meaning we can't say it happened or not. We just didn't gather enough facts to prove the case against the officer. And now the case is not sustained, but there's some, you know, compelling information in the report and say the investigation is very complex. Well, that data would be private, meaning it's not disclosed. It's employment data, it's private data. And all that would be public is that the officer was accused of lying and he was found, the case was found to be not sustained. And not sustained is much different than exonerated. If you think of exonerated, that means the facts vetted out prove that you did not lie, that the, the accusations were not true. Not sustained means we just don't know. We couldn't gather enough facts to say whether it occurred or didn't occur. And in a case like that, that would be private data. But the county attorney has tipped her hat, and understandably, that she's going to get a court order to come get that data. And now there's some consternation around if you get that data, where is that going to go? That's you know personnel data that's private to the employee by state law. Is that going to get disclosed to the defense? If it is, um, what's going to keep them from disseminating it in public and, and that's the rabbit hole I think a lot of chiefs are more concerned about. I don't think any chiefs have concerns about just sending the public data to the county attorney so they're aware of all accusations of misconduct against police officers. It's more of this nuanced, in-depth um, inquiry about data that's private that the county attorney's already said they're going to go get court orders from a judge to get access to it. Chief, the, one of the reasons this story stood out to me yesterday is because you were up there with uh, Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty. She is someone that I and my radio partner, Jordana, we've been critical of, and I know a lot of uh, local law enforcement in Hennepin County, either on the record or off the record, have also been critical, concerned about uh, certain um, her, her how she prosecutes and whether or not she really falls in line with the victims as opposed to those offenders. And I just wanted to give you the opportunity in your confidence in her. Obviously you felt strong enough on this case to stand up there with her, but just your thoughts on how she's doing her job. Yeah. No. And I think, you know, this is a conversation her and I have all the time. She knows I'm one of her biggest critics and, and she, we kind of laugh about it because I'm very vocal and I've been very critical about what I think is um, some inappropriate sentences or sentences they seek out. But one thing um, I've been truthful to her, and I've said this before, even when I'm critical, um, I'm also, when I believe you're doing the right thing, I'm going to support you. And that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I went up there, because she is doing the right thing. This needs to be cleaned up. It's the right thing to do. It's the obligation she has as a county attorney to make sure she follows the laws. And we all want fair trials that have the best outcomes that that we can be proud of um, at the end of the day. So she's right in this case, and that's why she got my support. Believe me, and I think she started out the press conference commenting about my, I've been very critical of certain things of her, and it's true. Um, and it's not that we just see it a little different. I think that when people commit uh, severe, even if they're juveniles, if they commit very violent crimes, i.e. murder, um, that um, that is not the time where we try to rehabilitate them. Like there needs to be a stiff sentence um, and, and, a, and a clear, loud message to anybody else that if you take the life of another human being, you will be held accountable. Um, and, and where we do agree, her and I, though, is where we look at restorative processes, especially for juveniles, when they're stealing cars or stealing, you know, felony theft, these kind of crimes. That's the place where we should be doing this restorative process to really work and find a better path for those kids. I just don't think we should be doing that process um, when, we're, when, we're, when we're talking about them cold-blooded murdering 
um, a mother in her house, for example, on the McKeever case. So I've been very critical. But one thing I would also say that's been very refreshing with this county attorney is her willingness to pick up the phone, have a conversation, and explain herself. And she's also been very inclusive on decision-making and or bringing police chiefs, specifically me, to the table um, and getting my opinion. And that has not existed in this county for a very long time. And so... um, Didn't happen with Mike Freeman? Did not happen with Mike Freeman? No, and I wasn't the police chief, but I was deputy chief at the time. But no, I mean, most, I'll be honest with you, a lot of things that we learned was from Mike Freeman when he was in the media. When he would, you know, I'd watch uh, a news station and learn um, what his opinion was on any particular issue. Um, This county attorney is absolutely intentfully trying to engage police chiefs. And and really, I'll be be honest with you, in some really hard conversations where um, she's not defensive, she takes criticism, she understands it, and she explains herself. And I can have a lot of respect for someone like that. And thank you for explaining that and offering your opinion, because I think you're right. We look at some of those cases, the McKeever case in particular, the one that you referenced, and we think, you know, what's happening. And And also, and a texter points this out, uh, you know, we don't have to be so absolute in that, you know, well, you know, I can't agree with anything. This per- you just said it, Chief, yeah. that, you know, yes. because you disagree in one area doesn't mean that you can right. support her in this, in, this, in this area. I couldn't agree anymore, to be honest with you. I mean, that's, we could probably spread that across the whole nation yes. about being so divided. But Thank the you. truth is, I don't always agree with her, but I, she is a professional. She was elected. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of things she does right. And, and to be honest with you, she doesn't get credit for it because people want to just get locked in on a decision that she made that they don't agree with. And I really challenge myself not to be that way. So. All right, Police Chief from Brooklyn Park, we so appreciate you, Chief Mark Bruley, for joining us and having a really yeah. open and honest conversation. Come on anytime, sir. We need to keep these conversations going. Sounds good. I'm always... Uh, Hey, lastly, come on, Mark, uh, let, let me ask you one question with it. We all talk uh, just briefly here. Uh, how's recruiting going at your mm-hmm. department staffing levels? It's something obviously a lot of departments are dealing with. Uh, how's it there in Brooklyn Park? Yeah, I'll be honest with you. It's really tough across the whole state. I think it's probably a topic we're not talking about enough. I would, I would almost classify it as epidemic level. Like there are not enough people for positions. Um, one thing I will tell you that's really refreshing, which this city has, um, not even doubled down, quadrupled down, and that is growing our own program, which we're, we're finding cadets in our, in our community mostly. A lot of them are coming from out of our high schools. Um, a lot of them recruited by our school resource officers. Unfortunately, we don't have them in schools anymore to do this work. But um, So we are seeing an incredible increase in people of color from our community that want to go into law enforcement and are coming through our cadet program. Just to give you some numbers, we have a cadet program right now that's open and we had almost 60 applicants um, put in for that position. And the cadet is a position where they come here and they do community, community service type work. So they wear a light blue uniform. They, they go uh, maybe write parking tickets, tow cars, deliver mail, things like this for the, for, the, for the police department, really to assist officers. And then meanwhile, we send them, we pay for their education in law enforcement to go to school to be law enforcement. And as soon as they graduate, we put them in our academy. We make them police officers here. And so we're seeing, you know, 50, 60 every time um, we have an opening. And for police officers, I'm seeing about five or six applicants with honestly about uh, maybe one out of 10 that's actually eligible or somebody I would consider hiring um, that meets our standards here. So the traditional candidates, almost non-existent, but the uh, glimmer of hope out there is there is some youth that, uh, given the opportunity, will jump on these cadet programs. So. Fascinating. It's a rebuilding couple of years. Yeah. I know we can't get them it soon is. enough, 
But um, sounds like you yeah. guys are doing all the right things. Thanks, Thank you Chief. so much, Chief. Yeah, you bet. You guys have a great day. You too. See, that's people go be police officers. They'll pay for your education. They will train you. They will give you a great job. You can stay in your community. Like this is, I really think once we get over the hump of this, 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 these differences between communities and police, and once we come together and see we all need each other, there needs to be a symbiotic relationship between community and police. More people will want these jobs. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. <laughs> And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.